The New Hampshire Attorney General's office announced that it is carefully reviewing arguments that could keep Trump off the ballot in the state because of his role in the January 6th Capitol riots. This long shot effort would be grounded in the 14th Amendment, which disqualifies anyone who is, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion or, quote, given aid or comfort to enemies thereof from holding office. This is what we'll be discussing today on The Left Wing. I'm Dr. Erica Okamoto of the Cocktails and Capitalism podcast, and I'm joined by my co-host, John Cooper of Counterpoint Politics, as well as TJ Whitehead of Power is Taken, Not Given. And we're also joined today by a special guest, Craig of Voices from the Left. Republican New Hampshire attorney Bryant Messner has suggested that he may be filing a legal challenge to Trump's 2024 candidacy that would rely on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. This amendment was created during the Civil War in an effort to prevent members of the Confederacy from holding office. After Messner, Messner discussed the issue with Republican Secretary of State David Scanlon, he received a lot of backlash from the state's Republican Party. The party's leader, Chris Agger, stated that the party will, quote, fight to make sure the candidates are not denied access to the ballot. Um, so this is, you know, I'm I'm very happy that this effort is going on, but I'm wondering if you folks think that there's anything unfair about um, denying someone access to the ballot while there is an investigation ongoing into Trump's role in the January 6th uprising. I mean, we know his role, but what do you guys think about that? So... I think, as someone who thinks Trump is guilty um, <laughs> of um, taking part in insurrection, even if found guilty, I don't think that should disqualify him from the ballot. Um, it should disqualify him once he takes office. I think that's the legal issue that you then have. But I think that the people should still be able to vote for him. Um, I'm not a big fan of anything that stops the democratic will of the people um and i don't think if he's I, I don't think he'll be biden anyway but if he ends up taking office then that's an issue that everyone in america can sue um under the 14th amendment and that'll be taken up to the supreme court but i don't think the best way to go about that is to say okay no you just can't vote um for this guy i it just goes against my foundational principles of letting the will of the people be heard to its utmost degree. Um, and I don't think that's necessarily the way to go about it, especially if he hasn't been found guilty yet. Uh, see, uh, well, yeah, you're right. He has been found guilty because the Republicans, man, they, surprise, surprise, they dropped the ball again, but they could have, <laughs> you know, rid themselves of Trump during the second impeachment. They could have. They should like have. If it, they should like I am I'm actually shocked they didn't do it because the the rubes they love Trump you know like uh like uh all the uh you know the 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 vulgar you know <laughs> licentious crowd they can't get enough of Donald Trump but the intelligentsia to it to the extent to the extent that it exists in the Republican Party <laughs> the uh you know the the politicians the media, uh, the 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 big donors, they despise Trump. They see him as this uh, poisonous albatross around their neck, and they're correct. He is, and he's just sinking the party. I'm shocked that they didn't drop him at that point because, yeah, sure, the people would have been mad, but what are they going to do? They're not going to vote for Democrats, so they should have got rid of him then. But as someone who wants to, uh, you know, see Trump lose, I uh, I don't I don't want 
any efforts taken to bar Trump from running. I don't because I think Trump is like pretty much the only guaranteed victory that we can have uh, uh, against the Republicans. Like anyone else is is a dice roll. I think that I mentioned this on the show several, several times that 2016 Trump won because all the stars aligned for him and uh, he he got lucky that uh, he was running against Hillary Clinton, who didn't galvanize a lot of people. A lot, a lot of Democrats didn't even like her. And, you know, no one was uh, a very few people were really jazzed about going after Clinton. And she was running against this, you know, cartoonish game show host. So no one thought Donald Trump was actually going to win. I know I didn't. I didn't think it could yeah. happen. And then it did. And ever since then, though, Republicans have been taking L after L after L after L with Trump as their as their standard bearer. And, you know, they got their asses kicked in 2018, which was to be expected. That happens all the time. But 2020, they got rocked. Uh, 2022, they they perform worse than any out of party in 100 years. And it's all because, well, you know, other things, too, like uh, Roe v. Wade and everything. But with Trump at the head people come out to vote against Trump. Uh, it's, it's also funny even when he's not in office. <laughs> even when he's not in office, yeah. yeah. Like, because uh, he's they can't get rid of him. And it's really funny to me whenever uh, conservatives be like, uh, yeah, so you guys just didn't vote for Biden. You just voted against Trump. And I was like, yeah, you mm -hmm. got me. I mean, yeah, yeah. congratulations. You decided to run him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This isn't, uh, that's, that's, we're not making that a secret. So, if Trump does run, I mean, he will be the nominee if he doesn't like, you know, die or something, but he will be the nominee next year. And I I can't imagine there won't be just a massive wave of people going out just to vote against Trump. It doesn't I think Biden doesn't really matter in that. And so uh, trying to stop Trump from running, I think, is the worst thing that we could possibly do. Yeah, I mean, to John's point about, you know, any any unfairness that might happen because he's not technically convicted. Um you know, or found guilty, whatever it was, uh, you know, it depends on how the actual language in the amendment is written, right? Does it say they have to be an actual convicted, um, you know, felon or, or whatever of committing insurrection or, or however it reads. Right. Um, but engaged in that's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, engaged in, I mean, that's a pretty broad term, right? So yeah. it, that's easier to prove. But, you know, is it keeping him off of one ballot in, you know, the ballot in one state? That's not not that big a deal as far as I'm concerned to do it, because like people it's one state. Right. If there was like yeah. a national movement to get him off of every ballot, um, you know, that would be a bigger deal. Right. And have a broader impact. Right. And plus, people could still write them in and they probably would. But <laughs> Um, you know, I, I'm going to be interested to see what happens in Florida too, because someone just filed a lawsuit in Florida for the exact same thing. Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, that was last People week. Stop. I think. People yeah, stop. so you <laughs> know, oh, I, yeah. you know, I guess it sounds like I kind of disagree with some of you folks, just because I, I think, for me, if from my perspective, if Trump wins again, if Trump get gets into office again, I think it's like game over for democracy in America. Snake, are you okay? Snake? Snake? I think it is literally like he's not going to leave willingly. 
he's not going to just give up his power willingly. He's going to end the fundamental structures of power and like completely reform the fundamental structures of power in this country. He has, he's such an egomaniacal megalomania, <laughs> megalomaniacal yeah. fucking uh, yeah. monster. And I mean, I think that like, you know, I did a lot of reading about um, Hitler's rise to power and how he used um, the beer hall putsch and that failed coup to kind of drum up support across the nation around and around the world. And he, you know, he used his time behind bars to write Mein Kampf. He spent all this time basically like using these attacks against him to skyrocket him to a position where he could really just take over the entire country and start going to war with everyone. Um, and I, you know, while I do think that, yes, people will show up to vote against Trump, the the risk of him actually getting into office, I think, is so big um, that, like, I think we need to be looking at things like, is it okay for someone who has encouraged and engaged in an insurrection to be the president of America? <laughs> like, that, even the fact that we're having that conversations is insane to me like how could someone who did this ever even get anywhere near that position of power but yet you know yet he might be president again and what's going to happen then could so, be really, really so really dark. erica i'm going to you give a historical example and i'm going to give you the opposite historical example um and very rarely has hitler ever been compared to uh uh mandela but you could use that same series of events to describe Nelson Mandela. He engaged in a violent insurrection against the government. He went mm -hmm. to prison. He became president. It worked out good that time. And <laughs> I, I, I don't, that, that's why I say I don't like the complete, maybe I'm being a fucking liberal who loves their institutions. Maybe I am, but I don't love the idea of fucking with the, in, the 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 instruments of democratic election to stop him from becoming president i totally see an argument for doing this on a nationwide scale if he gets convicted because i i i can get behind that for sure but until he's convicted I don't like the idea of independent states going rogue and saying this guy can't be on the ballot because he's under investigation for X, Y, Z. Because like, if you if you did that in the opposite direction, I'd be fucking pissed about it. And mm -hmm. I don't think it's fair to do something that I'd be fucking pissed at if it wasn't if it was in the opposite direction. Just because I'm ninety nine point nine percent confident that I'm right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think to your point, like limitations on freedoms often are directed towards leftists much more strongly than they are directed towards people on the right. Mm -hmm. So if we aren't going to let someone run for president who has maybe engaged in, you know, anti, you know, protests against the government, then there could be a leftist in that position in the future that I want to be in charge, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying for sure. Um, but I still think it's worth looking into this avenue because, uh, because it's there in their constitution, in their, in the 14th yeah. amendment. And, you know, if it's there, fucking 
try it out. <laughs> and I do agree with TJ that like electorally, it I don't think it's the best. Like strategically, I don't think it's, it's the best it's, option. It is Eric is right. It is high risk, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I well, I mean, the consequences of being wrong are you know catastrophic, but. I just think the odds of it happening is just so low. That's that's how I look at it. So. I also that was last I, Trump. <laughs> see, I yeah, yeah, it was last Trump, but here's the way I actually yeah. think about it. Like, and maybe I hope I'm wrong about this, but I don't think the disease is Trump. I think Trump opened the floodgates for exactly what you're talking about uh, of a fascist takeover of the United States government. But I don't think he intended to do that. I don't think Trump is a fascist. I think he's a authoritarian when it benefits him. But like, I don't think he actually cares about it. Like I've said before, like how like DeSantis is my worst nightmare because he wants that. That is that if DeSantis takes power, that's a problem because he will try and institutionalize a fascist takeover of America. Trump, I think, will just sort of fill out his term and be like, I won and take a victory tour for four years. And I don't think he's competent enough to actually pull it off. Um, and that's the, I think anyone who takes over from the GOP actually has a better chance of successfully pulling off, never getting out of power than Donald Trump actually will. Um, and that's me reading tea leaves. I have no evidence for this. I've done no studies on this, but just like my gut instinct is, the most important thing is to make sure the GOP doesn't win. And the best chance of that happening is if Trump is the Republican nominee. That's and, the strategy uh, side, though, you know. I also think that Trump has an uh, a uh, an advantage that cannot be duplicated in that he is a cult leader and that people yeah, will die totally. for him. And like totally. the, if Donald, if uh, Ron DeSantis loses and tries to give it that's not he's not going to get a rally of people to no. you know storm the Capitol for him that's not going to happen uh and it's funny because like he would be serious about it when Trump is like hey let's see if this works like Trump has lived his entire life without paying any consequences but any other politician that does the stuff Trump pulled off would you know plummet in the polls even among their own supporters but Trump is just uh, unique in that way. So until another you know extremely charismatic uh, celebrity comes along I, uh, I'm less afraid of, of them pulling off what Trump was able to pull off. Kanye 2024, what up? Yeah, Kanye. Uh, <laughs> God. Oh, God. 